0: Technorama episode 726, this is where Craig gets fun. (laughs) Welcome to Technorama, the show that takes a lighthearted look at tech, science, sci-fi, and all things geek. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. If you're returning, welcome back. My name is Chuck Tomasi from sunny Phoenix, Arizona, and right over there is Craig Stepp. How are you, Craig? I guess I'm okay. <laughs> Dear listener, if you're not watching the video stream at least once in a while, you are missing a whole lot of fun. There was some yeah. on-camera antics that you can go back. We talked about work a little bit, so you can skip over that if you're not interested, but... uh Trying to watch Craig multitask was just a riot. He's trying to talk and type and look up something right. and copy something at the same time. And it was just
1: the wheels were grinding in opposite directions. <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying to explain to you my workflow, which there's a reason why I do it like this. Um, but anyway, I hit, I guess earlier when I was doing the show notes, I must have cut the title instead of copy it.
0: Okay, so we, we have a fault.
1: template. So when we do the
0: show notes, it always starts out with the same sections, the mm-hmm. same patron people. And if somebody gets added or dropped from the patrons, for example, we update the template. Yep. Okay. So w- tell me how you, I don't know if this can be interesting or not to the listeners, a little peek All behind right. the scenes, how the sausage is made. What Here's do you what do, do when you start out?
1: So I, I pull up, when I go to do our, start our show notes, I pull up the template and I change the episode number and the date uh and then i change the title on the template and then i make a copy and that's where i add all the stories and stuff on that copy
0: why do you um, start modifying the template
1: i'm curious it's, it, the reason i start modifying the template is because uh when i pull this up i go oh we were 725 i change it to 726 uh i don't have to think about it i have to go but you would know that from
0: I'm... the list of files don't you uh, no. don't you look at the list of files and say, "Here's the show notes." Oh, look, it no, goes twenty one, twenty two, on twenty three. In my Google Drive,
1: in my yes. Google Drive, you know they say suggested. It's like a few the the last. You're taking few... them from
0: the suggested.
1: Yeah, if you look at suggested, there's it, it's there. It's already there. It's one of the last edited edited documents oh, I have. You
0: don't use Google Docs half as much as I do. Then,
1: right. So templates is right there. I pull it up. I make the change, and then I copy. um, I must have copied the. The our title and stuff and I cut it instead of copied it, but um, I copy the the top part which has Technorama episode six seven and the date. I copy that so when I make the copy of this template, I can paste it in there and it looks like the rest of every file we've made for the last. Yeah, that's what a te-
0: that's what a template is for. Right. What what I'm right. saying is you could solve this problem, and leave the template alone. Mm-hmm. By I have it in starred. I have our show notes folder as a starred item. So I click starred mm-hmm. show notes. Boom. There's the list. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you're modifying the template because you can't count.
1: It's just easy. <laughs> I don't have to think about it. It's not <laughs> that I can't count. <laughs> I just look, I just pull it up and I go make the changes. As a matter of fact, here's another reason I, uh, in my checklist, yes, there's a link directly to this document, not to the folder where I got to go look for the file. I pull this up and mod- make changes and then uh, make a copy of it. So th- it's in my template. I got a, uh, a link. I'm sorry. It's in my checklist. I got a link straight to this document. I make a few couple of changes and I make a copy see. of it and start adding files. But so you could go that's to the why. show notes folder. Why should I do that? I have a checklist. I just click on it and go straight to You this. could have the link in your checklist go to the folder rather than to the document. Then you got to sort and all that kind of crap. No, it's no, already I'm, sorted by chronological. Nah. Right. And this would be at the bottom of the list. But the The template would because it would be modified.
0: I have a a pragmatic problem with modifying templates every week. Because I've gone to the show notes and said, Hey Craig, have you got the show notes? I goes, Oh, I left them in
1: the template. And it's like Sunday afternoon. Oh, that was my mistake. I did that a couple times.
0: (laughs) See, there's there's a a flaw in your process.
1: Dear listener, this has happened like maybe four times out of the whole, all the time. we've. Been, and he's like, where are the links? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I did update the template by accident. And now it's like, a, you know, it's a problem. It's the
0: same as why Donna asks me every time if I put a dryer sheet in the dryer.
1: Because I forgot once in 1990. Yeah. All of a sudden it's a trend. <laughs> yeah. Once it's a trend. No, so the re- there's reasons I do this. I got a link straight to this document. I want to be quick and efficient so I can like, Bam! Up, update the things, and I don't have to spend a lot of time doing it. There's, I got okay. a lot of recurring tasks. Okay, I'm going to so. I'm going to counter your efficient with
0: effective. Okay, they're not the same thing. If it's prone to error,
1: it's not e- it it's happened, not effective. It happens once in a while, man. So and yeah. you
0: experienced it tonight, people, because I had no many, title for the show because he didn't. How have, many
1: episodes <laughs> have we done, and you have not had all that stuff ready? <laughs> I think it's. I think the error low error rate is pretty low. The, the,
0: the signal to the noise, yeah, but it's, it's not low. zero. Would you like to make it more effective, or would you like to make it more efficient, <laughs> or both? It's pretty. No, it's it's pretty effective right now. I just click the link. <laughs> go, do 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 You ever wonder if anybody listens to this banter, or if this is the only reason they listen to it? <laughs> yeah, our I'm listenership goes right there. Let's get into our question of the week.
1: Now that we've actually, our... my workflow. We're moving on. <laughs> letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Mailman, mailman, mail today. Reach right in and pull one out. Ooh, woo woo! Those letters, I love those letters. Let's find out what you've got to say. Oh, boy! Mailman, mail today.
0: All right, our question of the week. Last time was what conspiracy theory is so easily disproved that you don't understand how it's still going? We had a few comments on this.
1: Yeah. You want to begin? Yes. I'm sorry. I clicked on something. Um, so, my buddy, uh, my high school buddy, uh, Scott Long, said that Taylor Swift is a clone of Anton Levy's daughter. Ah, all
0: right. That, that is that a conspiracy theory? I guess. Okay. Yeah. I haven't heard
1: that uh, one, but I'm not a Swifty, so. Not a Swifty. Here's a um, reply from Mike Robinson. He says, uh, Scott Long, that could explain her career. She was scientifically excreted from, for Satan. Wow. What? That's that's pretty <laughs> strong. That, exca- that has, uh, escalated quickly.
0: <laughs> Steve London says, his conspiracy theory is that humans built the pyramids. I <laughs> thought the conspiracy theory was that aliens built up pyramids. He's I, going in the opposite I th- direction.
1: Honestly, I think I've heard that one before
0: aliens.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kyle Nishioka, um, he says, I hear soiling green is people, but I don't know. Can't somebody just tell by taste? <laughs> I haven't tasted human before. No.
0: I've smelled burning flesh,
1: that. but. Uh, uh. <laughs> all right all right we got a few more you got one Um, yeah you uh let's see uh brian parker our buddy brian parker says bigfoot sasquatch if there is one uh there must have been three if you include mommy daddy and a bigfoot good point (laughs) there would there there would be clear evidence of their existence to be clear there isn't an eight foot tall monkey man roaming the pacific northwest Well, you know they haven't ever found a
0: whole lot of bear carcasses either because scavengers and whatnot get them. So I've heard all sides
1: of this one. By the way, I've um, this weekend I was at an apple orchard and they have this air cannon. They fire off all the reject you know apples they have. They put them in there and the kids can shoot the thing. So they charge a little bit and they shoot off five apples. Well, there's a big board floating in a pond, and it's got targets and stuff that you can hit. But if you look on the shore. To the left of it, uh, on a tree is Sasquatch and it's kind of dark, you know, like a, almost like a silhouette, but it's, it's brown, but it's kind of dark. And it's, it's cool to see the kids go, oh, and they turn the gun away from the big target and they're trying to hit the Sasquatch. Uh, that's probably like 10 foot farther, you know, <laughs> and on a tree. Banksy. That's <laughs> all. Banksy drew it. Hey, guess what? I did mm-hmm. the same thing when I tried to shoot the apple. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: you said, the kids do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Gary That's Lindros right. wrote Loch Ness. They've sent yeah. mini subs, used LiDAR, fully
1: mapped the whole place, and nothing shows up. Ooh. Hey, Steve London again says Gary Lindros, this is what they want you to believe. That's right. And Jack Mangan says, I blame synchronicity too. <laughs>
0: there's a deep cut reference to the police. So in the song, on the album synchronicity, there is a song called synchronicity 2, which mentions this in three different places. It says something crawls from the slime at the bottom of a dark Scottish lake. Later in the song, they say something crawls to the surface of a dark Scottish lock. And then finally, at the end of the song, they say many miles away, there's a shadow on the door of a cottage on the shore Starts
1: to sound like Dr. Seuss when you read it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Of a dark Scottish lake. And a tree with, yes, green eggs and ham. Don't stay
0: uh, off the moors.
1: (laughs) Oh, I thought you were actually going to say the police were singing about LIDAR. No. (laughs) We have one more. Okay. uh,
0: Responding to my share of this post. From Mm -hmm. my brother Vince, he says, the moon landing. Mm. Now, is he talking? Is he saying that it was fake or that it was real? Which is the conspiracy well, our question? Theory. Is
1: what conspiracy theory is so easily disproved that you don't understand why it's still how it's still going on? Yeah, but he just said the moon landing, not that the moon landing yeah. was faked or the moon landing was real. He just said the moon. Well, landing. he says, yeah. So I'm not sure if it's the conspiracy theory of the moon landing or what is he?
0: Well, when yeah. you say the conspiracy theory of the moon landing, there are people that will say the moon landing itself was a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Or I there are people that'll say that there's a conspiracy that the moon landing was faked, or that the moon landing yeah. was real. And they're like, whoa. Yeah, you need, okay. You got to I be, think
1: you, get, you need to text them for some clarity. You, yeah.
0: Yeah. It would be you like do it if, right now. Do it like, while we live on air. <laughs> if Steve London had just said the pyramids. like, And what about them? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not calling yeah, them. Text, text your brother right <laughs> now. I want to see. I want an answer by the end of the show. Pass. Oh, you might I stop and for... pause the show for boring
1: reasons, but I will not well mm-hmm. let's go back to the template issue so
0: no we're not we're, we, that train left the station 10 minutes ago craig we're going to the rest of the show that was quick <laughs> on this day in history for october 11th 2023 mm-hmm. this is the 284th day of the year in the gregorian calendar and if you listened last time you'll know when the gregorian calendar was invented Because there are just 81 days remaining in 2023. Otherwise, there would Ah. be a different number, I think. Hmm. It was on this date in 1811 that the Julia, that this is the name of a ship, the Juliana, not a ship, I'm sorry. Yes, began operation as the first steam powered ferry. Oh, it's a ferry, like with wings and a little wand. Not that kind of ferry. Yeah.
1: Well, set sail in New York Harbor, first steam powered ferry. It was also on that date in 1910 that piloted by Arch Hoxie, the, uh Theodore Roosevelt became the first U.S. president to fly in an airplane. Oh, I that think, makes sense. I speak softly and carry a big stick. <laughs> you know what? It's funny to think that, that he was the first, you know, but it was 1910. There weren't a whole lot know, of them and they just, weren't exactly safe. I mean, you know, we fly all the time now. It's hard to, it's funny to think about that kind of thing. Also on October 11, 1950,
0: CBS's Field Sequential Color System for television was the first to be licensed for broadcast by the U.S. Federal Communications Commission. Daddy, daddy, we've got color on
1: the telly. On the telly. On the telly. On the telly. It was 65 years ago today that NASA launched Pioneer 1, its first space probe, although it failed to achieve a stable orbit. It was also on this
0: date in 1968 that NASA launched Apollo 7, the first successful crewed Apollo mission.
1: And it was also on this date in 1984, aboard the Space Shuttle Challenger, astronaut Catherine D. Sullivan became the first American woman to perform a spacewalk. It's kind of it like a like moonwalk, Michael Jackson.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the moonwalk. She was watching Michael Jackson went, "I can do that even better." Yeah. In space. It was on this date in 2000 that NASA launched STS-92. It was the 100th space shuttle mission.
1: Wow. That's awesome. You going to read the next one? Usually you start the birthdays. It, we Come got in. two more bullet items, dude. Oh, do we? I'm sorry. I thought we were wow. at the end. I'm Follow along. <laughs> 22 Let's years talk about today, that the... workflow of yours. <laughs> yeah. Well, back 2007, we... No, two, uh, 22 years ago today, the par- Paranoid, the Polaroid Corporation filed for federal bankruptcy protection. So wow. watching Craig crumble on this show.
0: Uh, also on October 11th, 2018, Soyuz MS-10 launched an, an intended crew for the ISS. They suffered an in-flight abort, abort, abort. However, the crew was able to land safely. Nice. Happy birthday goes out of the state to German physician and astronomer Heinrich Wilhelm
1: Matthias Olbers, born on the state in
0: 1758.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> An American businessman, founder of the H.J. Heinz Company, Henry J. Heinz, was born 179 years ago today. H.J. Heinz, maker of fine
0: firearms. Catch up. Catch up. Hey, you ever been in a food fight? You don't want to be caught without ketchup.
1: Yeah. (laughs) No. You you need your Heinz
0: Heinz firearms by your side. American humanitarian politician, 32nd First Lady of the United States, Eleanor Roosevelt, was born on this date in 1884.
1: And Frederick Burgoy, whatever, uh, German-Argentinian chemist and academic, Nobel Prize laureate. Was born on that same date in 1884.
0: Wow, Friedrich and Eleanor—they had to get together. They shared birthdays. Yes. American colonel, engineer, and astronaut C.
1: Gordon Fullerton was born on this date in 1936. And also turning 77 today is American singer, songwriter, guitarist, and producer Daryl Hall. Oh my gosh, I'm 77.
0: Yeah. By the way, and also is redundant. <laughs> Luke Perry, American actor and producer. Was born on that same date in 1966,
1: and also born. See, I said i don't know, and again, uh, and also born on the same date in 1969. Moroccan astronomer and explorer Miramie Chiat, Chitty Dad, <laughs> Moroccan? Was she carrying the Moroccos? Yeah.
0: <laughs> also turning 47 today is American actress and producer Emily Deschanel.
1: And last but not least, American video game designer and composer Toby Fox was born on the date in 1991. Listener birthdays this week, we've got two of
0: them. October 11th is Bruce Barr and Jason Schwanz is on the 13th. Happy birthday to them and to all of you. If you have a birthday this week, we wish you all the best. Hope you have a wonderful another trip around the sun. Congratulations for the last one. And we hope to see you on the birthday calendar soon. Craig's gonna put that little banner up on the screen for people watching at home. That way I'm the, it up now. The, the hearing impaired can see our birthday calendar at chuckchat.com slash birthday. You go there, and you know what you can do? You put your birthday in and we'll give you a shout out at the appropriate time of year. Whether it's your birthday, your spouse's birthday, if you need a friendly reminder, you can even lie about it, like a week ahead so that you remember.
1: <laughs> lie about your age. <laughs> no, Nobody lie, does that. Lie, Yeah.
0: There's some in there that say they're still turning 40, but this thing was put in in like 2008, so yeah, they're not 40 anymore. Happy birthday to all of you. We wish you all the best. Chalkchat.com slash birthday. Oh, look, the music is running out. Let's run out with it. And we need a random news sound. We're starting out with some bad news,
1: so maybe we should do some bad news.
0: Bad news, nobody. Well,
1: it's hey, women. Yeah. By the way, yes. Mike Robinson says Ellis is dead. That was his. That was his conspiracy, conspiracy theory. theory. Yeah. Yeah. Hitler too.
0: No. Yeah, never mind the fact that he'd be like 110. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's
0: right. <laughs> no, older than that. Hitler was April 19th. He was born in the 1800s. He'd be like over 120. Wow. So yeah. Elvis, Elvis was 42 when he died in 77. So I'm trying to do the math. 40 years before 77 would have been 37, 35. Oh yeah. I forgot. He's the same age as my dad. He'd be 89. Who hey, Elvis? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Elvis would be 89. So he could theoretically still be alive, but not Hiller. Unless of course he did the Walt Disney thing and froze himself and came back. But yeah,
1: just his head. <laughs> we're we're gonna start a new podcast called Conspiracy AF. Again, that's <laughs> like the second or third time I've heard a reference to Walt Disney freezing his head this weekend. So three people last
0: week mentioned lo fi. You had mentioned it, and then I heard oh. two more people. We were doing a, an interview on two different podcasts, and they mentioned mm-hmm. that. I went, what? What? <laughs> this is this is how, unbelievable. So, yeah. Anyway, Lofi Girl on YouTube. Oh, Lofi Girl. Okay, yeah, I was trying to figure m- out what your context was. I music gotcha. all, all the time. Did you try chill hop? I did. I didn't really care for it. It's not something that I, I would listen to. I I got other things that I would prefer above that. I there was chill hop, there was uh there like listening to something at 1 a.m. There she's got a bunch of playlists out there. Mm-hmm. And and I listened to what she was playing live and what she was playing live is what I almost fall asleep to.
1: Like, <laughs> like too slow. I, I just, I don't know. I, I like it better with speakers rather than like headphones, but um, yeah, just the ambience. I'll, I'll try it
0: again sometime. You know, I know, I know she's got a, a different set of things, but yeah. All right, let's get in with our first news story. This is about Amazon's Project Kuiper. These are satellites that are going to compete with Starlink. So they're sending up. Yeah. A a gazillion of these things, uh, eventually numbering more than 3,200 is what the article says from Ars Technica. And uh, Starlink has 4,800. The problem is these are causing lots of light pollution for astronomers. Mm -hmm. And the picture we've got on the screen, if I can share that with the people watching along at home. Let's see. Project. Share screen. Screen number two. Not screen number one. Oh. Riveting podcast. It's changed here. along to screen number three. Sorry, I, I was confused. There you go. It looks like a scratchy photo, and all those lines are different things orbiting the Earth in space. You can't see mm-hmm. that. Let me zoom in a little bit for you. Uh, it's it's rather noisy. So if you were trying to, and not yeah. just visually, it also interferes with radio astronomy. Oh, I'm sure. As well, for that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of Ooh, course. Wee- you, you you spend all night gathering data from this galaxy that's 50 million light years away. And all of a sudden warp, right through the middle of your picture or data comes a satellite it's like boogers, man.
1: Well, yeah, uh, I know this picture I'm sure wasn't took taken intentionally to show the lines, but, uh, you know, there were even some cell phone. Now I know this is going to be a, a problem later because it'll be way too many satellites, but, you know, even with like cell phone photographs, I remember a long time ago. And even now, uh, probably some do it. You can take a picture, uh, of somebody standing there and it would take two pictures and it would remove the people. Right. Because they're in a different spot or something like that. I'm saying that can do some things like that, but I, I, I still kind of a mess because that's kind of, I can appreciate mobile internet, but this is a huge problem, especially Starlink's wanting to put like, what, 20,000 satellites out there? It's getting to be a
0: problem. My my guess is that we're going to have, let me let me change our format back here. I, I had this vision of the future where we have so many things flying around up in the orbit. Now, I know they're at different levels of orbit, but most of these that are the problem are in low Earth orbit, which I forget what the right. number is, but it's something like... Closer than 200 miles from the surface of the earth or something. It's it's pretty low. It's not like we're out at the L2 point where JWST is parked way, right. way out there, which is uh, what, like a third of the way between the earth and the moon or past the moon or something. It, it, it Forgive my ignorance at the moment. I, I have not done fact checking no. beforehand. But anyway. The, no, this the low, is a trend now. But you're, think you're about ignorant. this. If you've got a 100,000 things up there, something's mm-hmm. going to collide which is going to make a bunch of scrap parts flying around, which are going to fly into other ones, and you're going to have this cascading effect, and it's just going to knock out you know, 90% of what's yeah. flying out there because you could have nothing but shrapnel killing other satellites,
1: which turn into more shrapnel. Yeah, that does scare me a little bit um, that there's so much. But that's the reason it's also low, not just for low latency, but some of those things can just fall and burn up in the atmosphere and be done with.
0: But it, the number is not decreasing, and no, it's know, not. It, if you say they're going to burn up in the atmosphere, not all of them burn up completely. So mm-hmm. we could have things falling out of space, landing on grandma's living room. <laughs> I know. Can we start another yeah. podcast? Crazy AF. <laughs> I mean, right? Conspiracy, crazy conspiracy AF. That'll be it. Yeah. Here's my
1: conspiracy. Actually, it's more of a prediction.
0: All right, we have more yeah. space news. We should just rename this yeah. section of this the show Space News.
1: Hey, I like the Space News and there's a I lot like of this, it. I uh, do too. You know. Yeah, there's I end up uh find sometimes I find other things but there's a lot going on in space. And one of the things that's going on is that
0: Curiosity Rover finally made it to the mountaintop in Mars. There was no guru up there to, to enlighten them. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> Mars Mount Sharp it's been climbing this hill for nearly a decade. They had to They had to plan the last three years where, how do we get safely there? Because there's lots of boulders in the way. Like, mm-hmm. landslides happened, and it, it's not just, you know, like, going for a hike up the hill in my backyard. And you got to remember, Curiosity's
1: roaming around at, like, a slow walk for an old person with a walker. McCain, or walker, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a picture at the bottom, isn't that the one kind of like behind it and you can see all the all the boulder it looks like like some sea dro- dried up and there's rocks everywhere you know they're kind of exposed Wait a minute that looks you can imagine that'd be hard to even
0: like nevada huh?
1: i think they just filmed this in nevada <laughs> uh-oh conspiracy theory there's an airplane in the background <laughs> yeah there's a coke can there there on the But yeah, you can imagine this would be hard to walk on, much less drive over. We found
0: life on Mars. It's Jimmy Hoffa. Well, he's not technically not alive anymore. Right.
1: No, probably not. Yeah,
0: it's it's a hostile terrain. And this actually looks like some of the easier stuff, because you can see the tracks. They had to find this easier path,
1: which... Actually, you know what it looks like to Mm -hmm. me? It's like when um, you're going on a beach and you've seen a bunch of seashells you Know sitting around, these are big seashells. No, I know that I'm just saying that's what it looks like, you know. I'm not, oh, the like the broken ones, yeah. It's like a, it's just like, yeah, a, a, a bunch of them sitting around. Um, that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about scale.
0: Do they have something to sit on? Do seashells sit, sit around?
1: Yeah, <laughs> sure.
0: There's that. That's when you use on a beach. That's when you use one of my newest phrases, also not important.
1: <laughs> yeah also not important that's about right
0: <laughs> i'm telling a story here what you contributed is also not important
1: just <laughs> like craig, pick on craig Knight or something
0: i thought that was every night on this show
1: yeah it's our stick isn't it i uh, guess
0: all right we also have news from the center of the earth because you know it's hollow Scientists have unlocked the secret of the Earth's core, according to Newsweek.com. They said they just found the Holy Grail. That's a funny place to hide it.
1: No, it's actually a smart place to hide it. Nobody found it until now.
0: <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's hot enough to melt it down there. But, you know, if it's one of God's relics, then maybe hey, it doesn't melt.
1: I hate it for Indiana Jones. <laughs> he chose
0: poorly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, great, Dad. We got to go in the middle of Earth. Ah. That's yeah. That's when the crack opened up in the floor and it mm-hmm. fell down.
0: That's where it went. Yeah. Oh ah, yeah. I can just get it on the ledge. You see, they should have just yeah. watched the movie. They would have known where it went. Yeah. No. Right. What we're talking about is they unlocked one of the secrets of the earth has obviously the crust and inside that is the mantle. And then you've got the outer core and the inner core. And the mm-hmm. core is made up of mostly iron and nickel. The outer core is liquid or very molten and the inner core is actually solid, which I did not know. And until recently, scientists thought that because it's under such extreme pressure, what do they say? They give they gave like a, a real number, 3.5 M bar, which is 3.5 million of atmospheric pressure. Remember, atmospheric pressure is 14.7, 14.4 pounds per square inch. Okay, so that's how much a force the Earth's atmosphere at sea level is pushing down on us. Right. Multiply that by 3.5 million times, you get a lot of pressure. That's how we can form diamonds and whatnot in the Earth. Right. Lots of pressure. Well, they thought because it's under such extreme pressure that the atoms really did not have much of a chance to move. But they discovered, ha ha, actually they do. And they move quickly quickly. And lots and fast. And that's where the Earth's magnetic field comes from. And we all love the Earth's magnetic field because it's protecting us from all kinds of radiation from the sun, including and also, Keith and Lane's and also favorite
1: from, cosmic raisin things. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And it also keeps you from uh, getting lost on a hiking trail.
0: Yes. Well, there's if that. A compass. We've, we've known yeah. about and, and birds flying, all kinds of things that the, the magnetic field is good for. Well, they didn't really know how it was generated, but they said, yeah, we think we've got an idea. The funny thing is they they said, we talked to the physicists about this well-known uh, phenomenon of particles moving under solid. They did a simulation and they verified their their idea. They went, wow. And the physicists go, yeah, why didn't you ask us sooner? We knew about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All that research. <laughs> but they didn't
0: publish a paper.
1: So. Yeah. If you didn't publish a paper, it didn't happen. That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Writing it on the internet doesn't count.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So, yay. I don't know what we do with this new information that we now know why we have a magnetic field, but interesting to know. And I yeah. you know, I have to think that it somehow includes both the solid and the liquid part of the core. Because according to recent ideas, hypotheses, whatever, Mars once had a stronger magnetic field as well. But when its core cooled down, which means it's solid or it was partially liquid and now it's solid, it it, it has a solid core, but those atoms aren't moving. So I'm thinking the liquid part has something to do with this as well. Or maybe it's not hot enough to get this phenomenon going. That could be as well.
1: Are you thinking about terraforming Mars? I think that is a complete waste of money.
0: We have better things to do to save our own planet than go and put
1: six people on Mars. No, but just think for a minute. I'm just, uh, just the exercise going through it. You think you could restart the core? No, it's too small. Oh, is it too small on Mars? Yeah, I guess. The planet is too small to sustain that. Well, yeah, it's smaller than Earth.
0: Yes, it is it's it's slightly mm-hmm. larger than the moon, yeah, righty, one more from the space actually, the last one wasn't too much space because it was it was Earth, but yeah, we talked about cosmic rays and things, so
1: yeah, uh
0: we've got from space dot com remember a couple of years ago when they took the first picture of a black hole in twenty nineteen yes. the one that's out at m eighty seven well. They figured out that it's likely spinning. I thought all of them spun, but now we have some proof to prove that. Yes, it is. They've noticed that the, the jets of radiation that come spewing out from the black hole on basically it's North and South pole, uh, are wobbling at about 10 degrees. And they said that could only happen if it was spinning. Now it's happening at an 11 year cycle which is odd because they've only been observing it since 2019. So right. uh, no, I take that back. They took the picture in 2019. They've been studying this for many years before that.
1: So, right. Okay, so. Yeah. The picture was, uh, they took several pictures and were able to call it. If I remember <laughs> right. Um, they were processing. It, uh, I forget how many pictures they took so they could produce that blurry image. And then they, uh, used AI to clear it up. And it, actually, the picture that they have in the article is pretty clear, which is not uh, it's clearer, which is cold. <laughs> clearer. Um,
0: it still looks like I need glasses.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's not as uh, uh, less defined like it was. So that's what I was getting at. But So this thing is 55
0: million light years away, and mm-hmm. it's taking 11 years. Now, I'm just throwing some numbers at you to compare. They've observed black holes that are closer to us about 8,000 light years from Earth. And they said those jets were swinging in a period of minutes, not years. What does it mean? Well, size of the black hole, there's supermassive black holes, there's regular black holes. There's ones that are close, there's ones that are far. They said, stay tuned, more data is needed. Yep. That's basically how it ended. So, yeah, that's it for the news. We do have a... Hacks and strange stories. Oh my... <laughs> <laughs> you do know this is a joke, right? I I know. I I had to watch the video and go. Okay, clearly this is all right. We we do need the picture up here, so let us present with that. Okay, Google has come up with. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have jumped. Google Japan the, came up with. Yeah, Google Japan came up with the caps lock cap. No, they what did they call this? <laughs> the keyboard the escape hat. hat the skate the <laughs> the escape escape. hat. <laughs> they said you know it's it's very inconvenient when you're on your mobile device and you want a keyboard cuz you you don't have any place to really set the keyboard so we put it in a hat so you can wear your keyboard on your head and they they yeah. shaped this particular hat like a keycap on your keyboard put a little yeah. baseball cap visor on it there's actually electronics in here Based on an M5 stick, a little Arduino microprocessor, and you put this on your hat, and a motion sensor transmits via Bluetooth. So if you turn your head, say, 30 degrees to the right, you aim at the letter L, and then you tap your head, and it clicks L. Then you move your head over to A, and you click A. And then they did some interviews at the end of this. You know, they presented it as like a real engineering challenge that they were coming yeah. to market with. And they, one of the guys says, I've tried balancing a keyboard on my head for years and it just never works. Of course, all this is in Japanese. You
1: have to be reading the captions yeah. really fast. The <laughs> the one comment I liked was the guy said, when I saw it, I had to take my hat off. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow I knew that one would resonate with you. <laughs> hats off to that one. Yeah. And I said, funny.
0: we'll, we'll, we'll be, we plan to be coming out with other fashionable styles also. And they were showing yeah. pictures of like a chef tapping his chef's hat.
1: <laughs> man, uh, there's no way. That's funny. Uh, this should Actually, have When been... I saw this, I was like, are you serious? What is this? And then,
0: yeah. It looks man, like something think geek would come out with on April fools. That's what it reminded <laughs> me of. That's right. That's that. That is just kudos to them, because initially yeah. you go, "That's all for them." Those people in Japan think they, they come up with some crazy stuff. It's like, yeah, they, they, they also do. have a sense of humor, and that's what I love about it. Yeah. Speaking of sense of humor, you can hang out with us, like Mike Robison did. We do this show Sunday nights at eight thirty Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Runs about the same length as the audio program, only you can't you know hang out with us in double speed if that's what you want. Well, you're
1: no, for. there's a few minutes earlier. So, actually if you want to see us goofing around for a few minutes before we start recording, you can jump in and watch us.
0: That's right. 8:30 p.m. Eastern time. Even after you all change your clocks, it'll still be at 8:30 p.m. Eastern time. Right. So, look for us there. We also would like to thank our patrons <laughs> Because they are the ones who make this podcast go with their generous contributions for as little as a dollar a show, or you can blame them for what we do here. <laughs> enablers, enablers, enablers. Yeah. So people like Alexis Duran, enabler, Amber Elstead, enabler, Amy um, Bowen, phone her up at home. I'll give you her phone number. You can blame her. <laughs> no,
1: you can give her phone number.
0: Avner minute. I'll give you a street address. We send him a postcard. Ben Vaughn. <laughs> Ryan Brown, Chris Martinez, they're all on the chopping block. <laughs> Chris MC, Dandy Mancoyer, Dean Jensen, Denise Inglis, we love our patrons. Yeah. Gary Lindros, John Clifford, John Noble, Jorga Rowan. Looking forward to seeing him in a few weeks. Crazy Joe Adventures, Kyle Nishioka, Leon, Mark Kilfoyle, Brad Miller, Mike Wills, Saturday Morning Media, <gasps> Stephen Weshy, Steve Cody, Steve Theron, Steve Webb, Steve London, and
1: Tim Cook. <laughs> I like the whole row of Steves there for That's right. Yeah. We
0: have five. If your name's not Steve, go ahead and sign up anyway. You can do right. so at patreon.com slash Technorama Podcast if you find this show entertaining or even a little bit informative. Oh wait, no, it's the other way around. Informative or even a little bit entertaining. Either works for me. Either works for me too. But uh, tell you who doesn't work for me, none of these people on the list. Patreon.com slash Technorama podcast. We'd love to include you on that list. Let's stop right. that.
1: Paid it out.
0: There we go. And now's the part where we talk about shows, books,
1: movies.
0: <laughs> and Craig types his in as fast as he can because he didn't do but something. Actually,
1: well, the, the reason I, th- <laughs> I didn't put anything in there because I was like, I don't think I really watched anything else. And I went, oh, wait, I did actually. Um you got to check your spelling on that. You spelled Ashoka. I know.
0: Well, why don't you start with
1: Ashoka? Um uh actually Ahsoka I thought I liked a lot. It was um uh you know continuation really of the Clone Wars. No, Star Wars Rebels. Uh which if you Well, watched, her character man, was introduced on It was uh it was, it was she was in Clone, on, Wars. On Clone Wars. Yes. yes. She was also in Rebels, and a lot of the characters that were also in uh, Rebels carried over into Ahsoka, and I'm not going to give any spoilers since it just finished, but I really enjoyed it. I started to say, why is there a D-plus? Oh, yeah, Disney-plus. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. There were some times when it seemed like it was slow, but I won't say slow because um, there was a reason why the person was standing there like doing nothing for a second. Yes. And I liked how they kind of hung on them after they said their sentence. So it wasn't it didn't feel like uh it was slow in a whole a lot of sense, but they did drop a lot of Easter eggs. There's a lot of uh callbacks, you name it, whatever it is, um in the show. And I, I I really enjoyed it. So cool. That's my recommendation. If you like Star Wars and like Ahsoka,
0: give it a shot. I'm
1: waiting for the sequel. Super
0: Soka. Ba-doom-tsh. Right. She's just a Soka. Yeah. All right. I watched a couple on Netflix. One is called who killed Jill Dando about a British, uh, newscaster for the BBC. And she was killed in 1999, mysteriously shot in the back of the head on her doorstep as she was oh my God. going to her house. I don't remember hearing anything about this. It was, it was very strange. So it was partly like from a historical perspective, what happened Uh, It is still an open case. So, spoiler alert, they don't know, but they tell you that right in the intro as well. Oh, okay. So, I didn't really ruin it. If you watch the first two minutes, you're going to know. And and there are some interesting characters in here. Uh, One guy was accused, tried, convicted, then later found not guilty. So, he was released, but he spent eight years. And you kind of feel for this guy because he doesn't... He's not... uh, He's he's mentally... um, Handicapped in, in some way. Mm-hmm. But he's able to communicate. He he presented himself at one point as Freddie Mercury's cousin. You know, he'd go around and tell women, I'm Freddie Mercury's cousin. And he would use Freddie's yeah. like family name. And he, right. Uh, you know, just, he he was a strange character and, and but there was no empirical evidence to prove he did it. Um, so it was, it, it's just, it's sad f- for the people around her jill and and her family uh of what happened it was it was an interesting three-part show i like most of these 3 parts are probably going to condensed into one <laughs> but uh <laughs> right. i like true crime shows uh which reminds me the second season of the murdoff murders uh is on uh netflix as well they i think the first part ended with okay you know we we locked him up, and he's going to have a trial. Well, we're learning what's happening at the trial. So I just started watching that about halfway through. Another the three parter, uh, but much shorter. These are only like thirty minutes, so I can down them fast. Right. The second one I watched is another one on Netflix, which is a, a historical World War II thing called Ordinary Men: The mm-hmm. Forgotten Holocaust. So this okay. is this is part of Nazi Germany, World War II. That's the setting. And they said it was getting along in the war, you know, the, 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 it was like 1941, 42, and the Germans were losing a lot of their soldier talent on the Russian front. because so right. That wasn't going very well. So they started recruiting mm-hmm. or drafting regular people, a barber here, a plumber there, uh, oh. a baker there. So all these men were called up for service. And they said, you're going on a special mission. And the they didn't tell them what it was until they actually went through their basic training. They got them on site and go, here's the mission. Uh, it's basically to shoot Jews at point blank. Right. And they, the, the, one historian estimated that about two of the 6 million people were killed in this way. They said about 3 million were killed in the gas chambers. A million were due to really? death and wow. overworking and starvation and whatnot. Uh, mm mm-hmm. The, but yeah, it was, it was a considerable, considerable amount. Now here's the kicker. These guys had a choice. They said, anybody who doesn't feel like they're up to this task can step, can step out right now. Now they still had to do their service and they were put on things like KP, which is your kitchen patrol,
1: you know, peeling like, potatoes and whatnot. Peeling potatoes. Yeah. That's right. What I was yeah. You get, yeah. To,
0: you get to murder the carrots instead. Um uh, Yeah. But they were also shunned by the guys who were doing this. and you started to see basically three different personalities. They followed this company, 101, no relation to our show. And <laughs> right. they said there were the people who were conscious. oh, and if you if you declined, there was no real punishment other than you know, the, the psychological really. Yeah, you did
1: trouble believing that. but you didn't wow. get
0: banned. You didn't get, you know, dejected. you didn't go to jail. Uh, so, but you, you got put on like
1: latrine duty
0: to, to clean it, out the porta potties. You know, it was, it was really dirty work. Uh, so there were three that three, three different personalities that would emerge from this job. One is the conscientious objectors who would go, I'm just mm-hmm. going to sit here and peel potatoes and deal with it. You know, and whatever they say, they say there were the, there were the people who actually carried out the executions and those were two types there were the, the two that one would go out and and you know do this and come back and not really say anything and then the others would mm-hmm. come back and brag about it they were very proud they were doing the right thing and you know i'm i'm not condoning any of this of course the uh, right but it was it was fascinating and then they 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 go to uh forward to like 1947 48 in the nuremberg trials and many of these people uh you know they said they they weren't dummies there were people there with, you know, two college degrees. And right. you know, they were they were very literate. They were very smart people that were on trial anyway. Uh mm-hmm. charismatic. You know, you 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 believe what they said. And they said, well, hang on, you know, we, we feel like we're kind of double victims here. Because in one case, you know, you're, you're chastising us. What when we did this, it was quote unquote legal, and we were told mm-hmm. by the state to do this. Yeah. And now you're saying it's illegal and now you're chastising us again. So it was it was an interesting perspective, uh, you know. Again, very tragic in, in a black mark on the twentieth century to be sure. Uh, but absolutely, it was. It was about an hour, I think. Uh, called "Ordinary Men: The Forgotten Holocaust," and "Forgotten Holocaust" is in two is in quotes. Uh, yes. So, uh, if you're into history, you know, those who do not remember the past are condemned to repeat it.
1: So just remember that. Yeah. Wow. I, did, I had not heard about that stuff before. I knew, you know, we've seen
0: footage and that was ultimately the downfall of these L- Nazis is they documented everything. They were not allowed <laughs> right. to film, you know, shooting people and they fall into the pit. Uh, mm-hmm. But some did. What they did is they documented, you know, today I shot 431 men, 615 women, 13 children. Was that the proof that they had to? Yeah.
1: Provide just write it down. They journaled how many people they killed. You just write down a number. You don't have to do anything.
0: No, they they wrote down the number, the men, the women, the children. No, mm-hmm. I'm saying,
1: what? Why did they actually have to kill? Why don't they just write down a number? It was it. W- you know, if there's no. because that was your proof
0: because if somebody in that that was the other thing is like oh these other guys who are peeling potatoes you know the, the 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 psychological game was you know if you don't do it then your friend has to do it so they were like well i don't want to dump that burden on my my teammate here so i'll go do it that was that was one of the groups that was in the the, like that middle group the people who went out and did this they didn't do it because they enjoyed it they did it because they didn't want somebody else to do it uh but they had Um, to do it because if you go up the chain of command uh what was his name major trop uh he said look Mm -hmm. someone's got to do this this is our job this is why we were sent here you know, if you want to step back, I'm okay with that. But someone's gotta do it. By the end of the day we yep. have to exterminate fifteen hundred people. You can't just write down numbers right. in
1: books and say, Okay, see you, go into the woods. <laughs> that's what. well that's where my point is. It was like what was the what was the proof? Just did they have somebody double checking or they go probably you I know, just write once, a number down every once in a while the the field marshal would come around i guess yeah, it wants I, to stop you from just grabbing the gun and say okay see you later and come back with just a na- uh, a list of numbers well there were there were also you know, some we, cases
0: this guy was walking to they had to take this group of people out into the woods and shoot them point blank and you know he's as they were walking they were also talking which humanizes things usually you know you keep yes. your subject oh and the guy's talking to this is yeah, I I own the movie theater in town. He goes, oh man, I go to that movie theater. You know, I'm about to kill uh-huh. the owner of the movie theater that I go to all the time. It's like, I this will this will yeah. mess you up. This is this will weigh on your mind for the rest of your life.
1: So crazy whole, stuff. Whole thing is just was just wrong on so many levels.
0: Let's change to something a little more cheerful, shall we? Yeah, Let's and now go. for something completely different. Well put. Great segue. <laughs> Welcome to Blockhead
1: Video. Hey, where can I find some good information about music and TV and videos and things? Over
0: here in the media corner. Well, the good news. Hey.
1: I'm, I'm disappointed in you. You didn't come up with that first. <laughs> I know, for something completely different. There we go. Yeah. So
0: what we've found in a vault are some of the lost episodes of Monty Python. Now it doesn't say the flying circus. It just says some of the early works of Monty Python. So for 54 years, the six episodes of a complete and utter history of Britain were in the vaults of British channel ITV. The archived episodes are only available in the UK for now. Mm -hmm. So, uh, they did say only two episodes were previously available to Python fans But now all six can be streamed. However, the jokes on you, America, they're only available in the UK for now.
1: Wow. But
0: good news, everyone.
1: No, wait, that doesn't. Well, you know, I know you are. I am a Monty Python fan. So I thought, oh, that's pretty good. So uh, that's why I threw it in here.
0: I'm sure there will be something leaked or, you know, VPN your way into that.
1: It would be better news if it was available everywhere, but yeah.
0: Right. And yeah. Netflix already has a good collection of Monty Python history and clips and whatnot mm-hmm. specials. Uh, I suspect oh, it'll show up. The Lawyer's Cut.
1: There was a Monty Python The Lawyers Cut. <laughs> <laughs> I suspect it'll be showing up soon. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: That takes us to the end of the show. Let's see. All hey. right. Wow, that was fast. It felt like we were talking for about twenty minutes. Yeah. Crazy. That's
1: about right. That's about right. So I timed it right.
0: We have one more question of the week for you to ponder this week, and we'll put it on social media for you so you can hear it there or read it there. What idiotic trend? <laughs> something tells me Craig wrote this one. What idiotic trend throughout the years can you happily say you've never participated in? Planking. <laughs>
1: Remember when everybody that's a, was that's planking?
0: That's the f- first one that came to mind for you? Now wait. Yeah. You've never done a plank as an exercise? Or are you no, just I mean, talking like, about you know, like suspending yourself pictures. between two chairs?
1: No, it's just people were laying on the ground and you take a you know picture or whatever planking. <laughs> I never did that. not outside of the house.
0: I'm going to go with <laughs> one that'll make people uh, probably raise their eyebrows. Smoking. Mm-hmm. Yes, I consider that an idiotic trend. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's no reason to start. Many people have a very difficult time to quit. Yeah. Just avoid the whole thing entirely.
1: And, yeah. And do everybody.
0: Uh-huh. I I, just, I was thinking about this the other day. I went, wow. There there was a time not too long ago when people mm-hmm. were smoking on planes. There's, oh yeah. Uh, uh, it was it was Garrett Wong and um, Robert Duncan McNeil doing their I started to their... say Neil Patrick Harris. But no, that's yeah, no, right. it's a three three parter name. John yeah. John Philip Sousa. I don't know. Yeah, uh, they were talking to Terry Farrell about her early okay. career, and she said, "I got to go on the Concorde, oh like, wow, a few times," and she said, "People would be smoking on
1: that thing, I'm like ah, that would drive yeah. me batty." You know, if there was well, a time to wear a mask, that would have been it. <laughs> well, even today, it's funny how many airplanes still have an ashtray on them.
0: In the in the restroom, you
1: have to. Yeah. I'm it's like, an FAA
0: requirement. But yet they say, don't smoke but... on the plane. The, don't mess yeah. with the smoke detector. But right. here's an ashtray.
1: <laughs> that one gets... Why would... Yeah. Why would they even bother with the ashtray during, when they built it? And these are newer... Well, because somebody, a new, a new...
0: somebody will do it and you have to have a proper way to extinguish it. Throw it in the toilet. No. Don't throw it in the toilet.
1: <laughs> See? It shouldn't be on the plane anyway. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Hey, I grew up around people smoking. It I did too. I, I got it my dad to quit. Look, it doesn't 100% bother me. Other people are smoking. It does me. But, well, I just hate being stuck somewhere where, where I have to be where they're smoking. Uh, like, you know, I say in the and not too far past you know we had to be in a restaurant they had a smoking section which and a non-smoking section but let's let's be clear you can still smell the smoke everywhere i always hated it being at a table especially somebody lights up and i'm like i'm still eating i don't want to smell cigarette smoke while i'm eating that's just disgusting i hate that last summer you know what else gets me yeah go ahead speaking of smoking (laughs) how many cooking shows have you seen competitions and the the chefs, like um, Hell's Kitchen, or you talking about sale? double dipping, or where they taste the sauce and both put, put the spoon back? No, 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 no. The um, <laughs> um, no. was it Hell's Kitchen or something? And the and the in uh, the breaks. You know, the chefs are back there, and they're like, "Oh, that was terrible." And they're all, Phew. "I'm like, how can you be a chef and smoke? Doesn't that impair your taste and smell?" Yes. Why would? And then you come you back
0: smelling of cigarette. Now oh, that's affecting
1: yeah. the aroma of the food. Well, talking about being stuck somewhere, I used to DJ in a bar and every night I'd take my shirt off and it's like, "Oh, you can oh, smell it." I know. It was disgusting. When I was
0: uh. when I was at my dad's uh, birthday party last summer, my my brother-in-law and a couple of my brothers lit up the stogies and it just Oh wait.
1: Cigars are different.
0: It, that's smoking, Craig. Don't it's give different. me cigarettes versus cigars. It's smoke. I,
1: t- I will. I'll put it's, those it's, against it's each an, other. It, it's
0: still an idiotic trend for me. Okay.
1: But no, okay. I disagree. But it, okay. I,
0: I I I took those clothes and unfortunately I, I put them in my suitcase. And now my suitcase smells like cigar <laughs> ashtray.
1: Okay. I won't disagree with you on the smoke, but uh, I don't think cigar smoke smells like cigarettes at all. There's no way.
0: I didn't say they smelled the same. I said, okay. you're smoking and it's an yep. idiotic trend. That's what I'm saying.
1: Okay. Sure. Whatever. Chuck. You
0: you are saying that because you are a cigar fan.
1: Yes, I am. <laughs> I don't smoke them all the time. Uh, I'm, but yes. There's, there's zero need to smoke. <laughs> sure. Idiotic Chuck. trend. Says the guy that doesn't drink coffee and all that kind of stuff either. I
0: used to, and I know that I can't, so I don't, and I'm happier for it. Look. Uh, I don't blame you. No No yellow teeth, teeth, no heart fibrillations,
1: no problem getting up in the morning. I I, I honestly don't blame you about the uh, too much caffeine, but I drink a couple cups in the morning. No big deal. You could do without it. Possibly, but I like
0: it. Nobody likes I, coffee. Come on, Greg. Nobody likes coffee unless they dump a ton of sugar and cream in
1: it. And now you're not doing your weight any good. I don't drink sugar and cream in mine. You have it straight black. Yeah. If I do put anything in it, I may put a little cream and that's it. But uh, usually it's black. Yeah. What does the doctor always ask you? How much do you drink? Do you,
0: do you drink coffee? And do you smoke? Now, <laughs> they're asking you for a reason so they can gauge how stupid you are. That's
1: not a stupidity test. Yes, it is.
0: Because the (laughs) more you do those things, the more you know you're not supposed to because they're not good for your health.
1: I'll disagree with you on the coffee because coffee does have a lot of health benefits. It does. You could be just as healthy, if not healthier, without it. It's a stimulant. It's a fad. It's idiotic. I don't really feel like I get a stimulant out of it, but I... I You
0: do, and you've admitted it. You say, I need that jolt in the morning to get me going. No, I did not. You did did so. You did. You've said this in the past. Oh, I like that little extra kick it gives me in the morning. I never said that. You did. I don't describe my coffee
1: like that. (laughs) Why do you drink coffee then? Why do you drink coffee? I do like the aroma, and I like the taste. I don't mind the taste. I like the aroma. I'll guarantee you it's better than cigarette smoke. <laughs> yeah, it's a great smell to wake up to. It's a great to. smell. Like,
0: wow. If I could just have yeah. like the smell of coffee in the house, I'd be fine with mm-hmm. that. But I don't need to drink it. <laughs> Ugh. Okay. Well, it's fine.
1: Hey, so if, it weren't, if you like your coffee, if, you let me know. <laughs> oh, I
0: know. There's a vast majority of people that will go against this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's also a great industry on through.
1: teeth whitening <laughs> things. Why do you think it's oh. there?
0: Because people are
1: drinking coffee, I don't have no problem with that. But no, I I I don't blame. I honestly don't blame you for not having have coffee. You, That's fine. Have you tried going for like a year without coffee? Not a year, but I mean, I, I, there's been what's days the I just, longest you've gone without coffee? Oh, I don't know, two weeks Ooh. or almost two weeks. And why did you, why did weeks. you stop? Because I was hiking. <laughs> you had no choice. Well, there was some coffee and then we just didn't have any for the rest. It was a two week hike. You know, I'm, I had coffee for some of that, but then we just didn't have it. So it, it's not, it didn't affect me when I don't have it. So why it's did you start back up? Because I, I, I like
0: it. Okay, Why yeah, would you, like, Yeah, you could save a whole lot of money without buying coffee too. It's just stupid look, expensive.
1: I'll days. walk the dogs in the morning. I'll sit in the garage if the weather's, or outside of the garage when it's, if the weather's nice with a cup of coffee and just. Why not a cup of tea? Dark. Oh, I'm i uh, I'd be fine too, but it's because <laughs> Kim drinks it. I'll drink it. So I'll make a pot of it. So I'm already making and it. So, why right? not a cup instead of a pot? Then you're only having one. Well, I'll make a, i make ai may make a pot. If you make a pot, uh, then you feel
0: like you have to drink a pot.
1: No, I do not. Uh, I will, I will, uh, heat up that pot the next day. It doesn't matter. Mm, I'm fine with that. Day old reheated coffee. There's luxury. Actually, because of the acidity in the coffee, you can, you can keep it in there for a day or two. You ah, really so you're adding anything. an acidic thing to your body. That's good for you. <laughs> I'm saying the acidity in the coffee doesn't allow, doesn't. Uh, It doesn't go bad right away. So, like a couple of days, it's fine. Caffeine's a drug,
0: man. Caffeine's a drug. (laughs) Okay. You're a
1: druggie. You're an addict. Oh, did I mention I drink uh, decaf? (laughs) You did. You you do not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds terrible. Tastes like turpentine. There
1: there are some health benefits to coffee. Go look it up.
0: I know. We've had this discussion a number of times. Mm hmm. Yeah, and the people who drink coffee
1: lean on that. It's like saying smoking just, has uh, health no, benefits too. I don't I don't I don't go around justifying coffee to everybody. Just <laughs> you. <laughs> so, it's not like I have the 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 things in my back pocket and I'll pull out the report. I feel sorry for the, the people papers. who
0: stayed till the end of this show. We're going to get out of here. <laughs> Thanks everybody for sticking around. That brings us to the end. If you want to get in touch with us, share your views on coffee. What it's good for or what it's not.
1: I should change the question of the week. Oh, my god! Is this
0: coffee good for you or not? Or why do you drink coffee? Whatever. Call us on the listener line, 707-530-2428. Otherwise, you can email us. If you happen to be outside, your postage stamp on your telephone doesn't reach that far. Technorama at ChuckChat.com. I have no idea where any of that metaphor came from or where it was going. It was just crazy. I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should have some coffee and it would... You You don't want to see a caffeinated (laughs) Chuck. How about that? Yeah. (laughs) Till next time, tell a friend about Technorama, and Craig, give us a binary high five. All right, 101. Thanks, everybody. Stay safe. See you next time.